Pull up a chair and buckle up. It's the Original Strength Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's edition of the Original Strength Podcast. We're going to do another Q&A today, and well, it looks like that this may turn out to be a training podcast after all. Um, but before we get into the Q&A, uh, I, want, I like to share things that bring me joy, um, because maybe it don't bring you joy too, but some things bring me so much joy, it's like, you can't keep it to yourself. Uh, this one's silly, but Trader Joe's, if you're on video, you can see this. Trader Joe's has this protein dark chocolate muffin in a cup um, mix. You could call it breakfast. Sometimes I call it lunch, um, but it's always breakfast. Uh, every meal should be breakfast. Anyway, um, this is delicious. I, and obviously I get no, no money from this. Trader Joe's doesn't know who I am. Um, but there are 12 grams of protein in this chocolate muffin uh, heavenly mix. And uh, it's also uh, gluten-free. Uh, I guess if you're a Plant Paradox follower, uh, it's, uh, it also go, it, it, it is, should be approved, I guess. I'm no Dr. Gundry, but hey, it's close enough. Uh, cassava flour seems to be the main ingredient. Um, but beyond all of that, it just tastes ridiculously good. Especially like now, the way I like to make it is I'm a big child, so I don't cook it all the way. So it's more like a chocolate lava cake when I eat it, or very hot <laughs> chocolate bread pudding. Um, I, I, I like it like you know where you can well almost like pudding, but not. It's it's still a hot muffin or lava mix. Anyway, guys, if you like chocolate and you like eating like a child, um, this protein dark chocolate muffin mix brings me so much joy almost every day. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to share that with you. And speaking of sharing, uh, I have one more. Um, again, I get no money for this. But sometimes you just find stuff and you're like, dang, where have you been forever? Um, and you just want to share. So this next one is, uh, I don't know if you can see this, it's LMNT chocolate salt electrolyte drink mix some of you more educated people might call it element um i was forever i'm like yeah i like that lmnt stuff and that's just so hard to say and i was like oh element uh anyway it's a <laughs> now this is an electrolyte drink mix and, and and it is chocolate and it's if you love salt and i love salt i mean when i say love salt i i love salt um we're married anyway so now, the thing, what I like about this, what I love to do with this is, and this could be like way out of your league um, as far as, no, Tim, that's just stupid, but I like to make this hot and then I mix in or blend in ghee. And let me tell you something. It is smack yourself delicious. If you like salt and you like buttery flavored chocolate, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, so Wonderful people at Element, I think, um, Rob, uh, thank you so, so much for changing my life. Um, this is now my everyday afternoon. Uh, Tim's going to enjoy himself beverage. Um, anyway, guys, those things, like, again, if you don't like chocolate, none of that seems to really matter to you. And if you don't like, if you think eating muffins is silly, especially for breakfast, and if you think putting ghee in your, your electrolyte drink mix is really stupid, yeah, I understand. It, it does sound really weird. And then you're thinking, you may be thinking, but Tim, you've got all these carbohydrates in the muffin mix, and I'm going to tell you, yeah, but there's none in the elements. So, hey, we're, 
we're good to go. I've, I've, I've made my exchanges and everything's, all the scales are balanced. Anyway, guys, if you try that, I hope it brings you joy, but also let me know. Let me know if you try it and then, but yes, let me know if, if it does indeed bring you joy. All right, so for the Q&A, we've got four questions. Man, I, I made that invitation last week and you guys responded. So I've got four questions this week. And I'm going to start with one uh, that's probably not the simplest at all, actually. So anyway, I have a video on YouTube about uh, building, strengthening your lats with rotate. And I'm not a clever uh, video namer. I actually like name the videos most of the time with what they actually will do. Um, so this video is called Strengthening Your Lats with Rotation. And the question is, is, and this is just a good question I wanted to share because not everybody reads comments. Um, will this strengthen the lats or is this about spinal rotation? Like either or. Will it strengthen the lats or is it about rotation? And, and the answer is yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so I like this question because it really gets into our notion of strength. So I, I'll, I'll tell you for me, well, short answer is yes, it, it can actually strengthen the, the lats, uh, especially I mean, because you're engaging them, you're you're you're, the, you're using the position and grab of your body and gravity to put a strain or a load on the lats that they have to fire to overcome to right the body and then to rotate it the other way. At, or as the body's rotating, the lats just get engaged. But so yeah, it will strengthen the lats somewhat. Will it strengthen them like pull ups or lat pull downs or rows or whatever it is you think you need to do to strengthen lats? Well, it's different. Um, what it will do, and here's where the notion of strength comes in, what it will do is it will give you access to your lats. So this movement turns the lats on and it helps the, it, the, the nervous system knows where they're at. It turns them on and the nervous system gains access to them. And when you have access to your muscles, well, then you have access to your strength, if that makes any sense. So again, simple explanation is, is we all have enough strength in our bodies. We have more than enough strength in our bodies, more than we actually think we even want most of the time. The easiest example is grandma can pick up a car in an emergency when she needs to. Grandma, though, doesn't hang out at the gym like you might, and she doesn't do deadlifts. She doesn't do weighted squats or, or kip-ups or pull-ups or handsprings. Or Grandma's grandma. She takes care of little, little Johnny. But if Johnny gets in trouble, Grandma's got enough strength in her body to help Johnny out in an emergency because all of a sudden she has gained access to her strength. So doing simple movements like this, like crawling on the floor or getting on all fours. So like when I get on all fours, the mechanic, the nerve endings in my hand, they send signals up into my brain and my brain says, oh, we got, we got some pressure here. We, I need to fire some, I need to fire some things off. And I need to turn some things on because there's information coming in. So I'm going to give you out formation, right? I'm going to give you an output. So by getting on all fours and learning and how we can move or where we can move, we turn things on. Not only that, we teach our brain where everything's at so that our brain has easy access to those muscles. Um, so the short end of it, this is, is very complicated, <laughs> or I'm making it way more complicated. It needs to be is... Yes, it actually can strengthen your lats to some degree, but more importantly than that, it gives you access to your lats so that you have can express your strength. And there is a difference between working out to get stronger and then having full expression of your strength.
because if you actually had full expression of your strength, you probably wouldn't be working out to get stronger because you would just be really happy with the strength that you have. Again, you've got all the strength in your body that you need and that you want. You, it's, you've got more than you want. Um, it's just that you don't always have, you don't have access to it. So that movement, as simple as it is, it, it, oh, and it does give you rotation. It is about rotation too because it does so many wonderful things for your joints uh, and, and the health of your tissues. But, but it just gives you access to, to you so that you can express yourself um, in strength, in power, in speed, in grace, in control, in fluidity, in ease, whatever, whatever you imagine to be optimal expression, these movements, those movements like that one, they give you access to that. Uh, and it's all about expression. So I hope that answers, or I hope, I hope that makes sense and maybe answers your question and see how long that took. That was so much easier than typing out a quick response, although I'll, I'll do what I can. Um, so, but still, yes, it does. This is about the lats and, and rotation, but it's really about everything. It's, it's about giving you access to yourself so that you can enjoy the strength that you are given and that you're designed to have. All right. Thank you very much for that question. Next question is, now this question was, uh, I actually wrote this on my blog, but I'm not sure like, people read. Um, I don't know, do you even know I have a blog? I, sometimes I forget I have a blog. So, anyway, so this question was, hey Tim, I recently finished the Becoming Bulletproof Project and Discovering You. I love them both. Thank you very much, that is awesome. That makes me very happy to hear. Um, I am curious if you have an opinion on integrating the Daily 21s and In Discovering You uh, with the Becoming Bulletproof templates. Would you change anything from Becoming Bulletproof after writing Discovering You? That is a wonderful uh, question in itself. Um, and yes, I do have opinions. I think the Daily 21s, so in, in Discovering You, there are three sets of Daily 21s. There are there are the daily 21s for vitality, and then there's the daily 21s for strength, and then there's the daily 21s for, hey, Tim, I really just don't have enough time, all this time that you've got for vitality and strength. So there's the condensed version of, hey, you know what? When you're limited, do this. Um, so there's three versions. So I think the daily 21s could easily be folded into uh, the uh, training templates in the Becoming Bulletproof project uh, a few ways. One, you could use the Vitality Daily 21s or the, hey, do this in a pinch Daily 21s as a movement prep for your Becoming Bulletproof project training session of the day. Uh, they make a great warm-up. You could even like do the uh, Daily 21s in a pinch like for a compressed time as a cool-down after your brutal Becoming Bulletproof project uh, training session because I'm going to be honest, those are, well... They'll make you. They will build you up if they don't, you know, tear you down. But they won't because they're they are designed to build you up. They're just they're tough. They are tough training sessions. So yes, I think you can absolutely use the twenty ones and fold them in, mix them in into uh, your training sessions. Now, on days in between your becoming bulletproof training sessions, I think you can certainly do the daily twenty ones for strength. Uh, and maybe the Vitality if you have enough time. I think those would be great uh, movement sessions for in the in-between days, for recovery days. Um, they're fantastic. And the whole premise of the Daily 21s is, is to, this goes back to our first question, to give you access to your body, to take the brakes off, to 
to remove the limitations, to remove the stiffness, the soreness, the immobility, the pain, the whatever is keeping you from fully expressing yourself. The Daily 21s are designed to help you stay as best you as you can be to optimize who you are in your body so that you can fully express yourself. Um, so now the ending question that you had is, let me read this just right. Would you change anything from becoming bulletproof after writing the discovering you? And that is, that's the question. Um, so no, I wouldn't. The becoming bulletproof project for me was, is about learning how capable we really are. Uh, it is like it is literally to me. It was like how do you become bulletproof, like like Superman or, or Wolverine or whoever your your guy is, Captain America or woman, Wonder Woman. Um, so how do you do that, right? So it was about creating training sessions to learn from your body as you do difficult things. Um, so the training, like I said, the training sessions in the Becoming Bulletproof Project, well, they're just tough. They're brutal. But what they do is they they do a couple of things. One, they teach you mentally that you can do anything because these training sessions are doable. They're just uncomfortable. They teach you how to get comfortable being very uncomfortable, and they are. But your body's never in danger, and that's the most beautiful thing about it is they just suck because they're hard and they're very, very uncomfortable. But eventually, your mind will let go of that discomfort and then you're just okay with it and then when you become okay with being uncomfortable man the brakes well now you've released the mental brakes that are like inhibiting your physical expression because how you think your mind greatly affects your ability to access your strength and your performance potential so once you take off the grand limiter of your mind well then your body is really now free to express itself and then you you just bust doors down as far as what you can do physically and now when you do that you actually build the awareness and knowledge and experience of well dang I can do amazing things and once you know that you really have developed this mental capacity of I can't I am able I am strong enough I have what it takes. I am enough. I have enough. So I wouldn't change anything about the Becoming Bulletproof Project at all. Um, now, Discovering You is, it's, it is just about learning who you really are. Like, and everything for me has been in stages, right? So the Becoming Bulletproof Project is about learning that you are or you can and you are strong. And then the discovering you is about learning that, like who you are and like how you can use that to your strength. Um, now my next book, the one I told you is coming out and all the, by the way, all the artwork and everything now is submitted to the publisher. So that should be relatively soon to a, an online bookstore near you um, and even a local library if you are so fortunate as some people tend to be. Um, but the next book, uh, Be Naked, is about it's the continuation from discovering you like the part two. So it's more about, okay, I've learned who I am. Now, how do I be who I am? So it's the, be naked is the period at the end of the sentence. 
boys and girls. Anyway, that's uh, coming out soon. Hey, uh, thank you so much again for that. Was, I, I really like that question, but to answer your question, yes, you can do the Daily 21s with the Become Bulletproof Project, and I would not change anything about the Become Bulletproof Project uh, because that was a very special project and time and lesson for me. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a good lesson. All right, so next question. This is about the books again. Um, this question comes from Justin. Thank you, Justin. Uh, in your books, and I can't remember which one, um, you talk about training to be like the last of the Mohicans. Uh, now, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, The Last of the Mohicans. One, it's got a beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. I mean, that, that soundtrack, it's just worth the soundtrack. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, two, there are a couple of scenes in it. Well, one, is, it's breathtaking. The movie is beautiful. It's also filmed in North Carolina. It's my home. Um, but uh, there are some scenes in that movie where you're like, these people, if this is how it was, man, they were just in shape. Guys, full sprint up a mountain, hurdling logs, dunking trees, attacking um, people that would harm his, 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 his girlfriend slash wife slash woman. Um, it's not that he was trying to inflict harm on people. He was just trying to save his, his girlfriend, right? Anyway, uh, I always have to be careful. Um, so, so there's these full sprint running up this mountain, shooting a rifle, ducking under stuff, jumping over stuff, hitting people within a hatchet here and there. I mean, it's just an amazing physical scene. Um, and so, yes, I did talk about being, uh, building yourself up to like you, like, like the, the guy in the last of the Mohicans, um, Daniel Day-Lewis, I think that's his name. Anyway, so the question is, is this achievable for people of our vintage who have not started with a base like those people would have had? Um, and if it is achievable, how would you go about training to meet this ideal now? So, for easy answer to that is yes, it's absolutely achievable. Um, those, it, you know, the more industrialized we get, the more comforts uh, we get. The less we do physically, and so back then in the late 1800s, early 1900s, people were a lot more physical. Uh, in the 1700s, 1500s, 1400s, go on down the line, more and more and more physical because they just didn't have the technology and conveniences. So, really, the only way or the reason that those people could do those amazing feats of physical expression is because they used the, their body every day. Um, so it's still capable for us. We can still we can start using our body every day, uh, and it, it doesn't, it's not complicated. Now, it may take time because, you know, adaptation takes time, and it's much like a child, right? We don't, none of us think anything about a child building the strength that they need to conquer the world um, when they're just, you know, lying on the floor every day. But if you honestly look at it, that child takes three to five years to build an amazingly resilient body that can do anything. So it should be okay for us if we show up a little bit every day and it take three to five years to build an amazing body. That should be okay. We should honor the design, be patient and engage in the process. And then we too can build the body that we want to have or build the body that can express all the potential that we want to express. We can run up a mountain at full tilt, full speed, full sprint while we're jumping over logs, dodging attackers, running from panthers, 
wrestling lions and bears and tigers, oh my. We can get there. It is so achievable, but it just takes showing up every day, just like the baby did to develop their strength, just like uh, the the Native Americans would have done in this movie, just like the, the what are they, uh, not pioneers, maybe they are pioneers, like they would have done. They're always using their body so they have access. Again, it goes back to having access to their body. If you use it, you have access to it. Um, if you don't use it, you don't have access to it. So to get access to it, you got to show up often, just like a child. Um, and so, so yes, Justin, I definitely think that that is accessible to us today. Um, how did you put it? From, from our vintage. It is so doable. It just may take patience and, and discipline. But we can do it. All right. Now. Last question from, this one's also from Justin. Last question. We had four questions today, guys. We're, we're doing good. All right. You have done your Train Like Tim retreat this year. Man, I like that. I want that shirt. That is one of my favorite shirts. Uh, thank you, Pierce Kwan. Pierce had that shirt made for me at the training retreat, uh, Train Like Tim retreat that he put together. Um, do you have plans to do more of these retreats and or even an online version? So... Yes, uh, that would be that would be fun. That would be nice. Uh, actually, we are looking at doing one uh, in the Caribbean, somewhere in the Caribbean, uh, in October of this year. That's not the plans aren't ironed out yet. I have not thought about an online version, but that is certainly doable. And well, let me ask you guys this because I, I you know I don't know what people are into as much. Um, but if if there were well, let's even make it simpler. If there were like 10 to 20 minute training segments, like like a follow along or a how to do something for like 10 to 20 minutes, maybe 30 at the tops, would that be something you would be interested in? Um, like, you know, like, so again, uh, and it can be the train like 10 thing. That would obviously be longer. That would be in like maybe four or five chunks of, of training times up to like 45 minutes to an hour. But um, if, if, if I put together a couple of movement sequences or training how-to things in, in, you know, 10 to 20 minute chunks, because that's, that's easily doable and you can get a great movement session in or learn something, you know, and, you know, so it's not overwhelming, would that be something you're interested in? And, or what would you be interested in? I'm just curious. Um, so anyway, that's my, that's my question to you. This is the Q and A and okay, so now it's your turn. Can you answer? All right, guys. Hey, uh, thanks so much, everyone that wrote in questions this week. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. We do have some guests lined up for the for the show coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, um, maybe next week. I have to look at my calendar. But in the meantime, if you have more questions, please feel free to write in. And uh, I will be on the lookout for more things that just bring me joy that I can share with you. And again, remember, obviously, I like chocolate. The dark protein chocolate muffin from Trader Joe's and the Element chocolate salt drink made warm with buttery ghee. It's heaven in your mouth, people. All right, guys, have a great week. This is the Original Strength Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Now get outside and play.